Is that an X? Is that an O? XO Sports Talk? Yeah, let's go. Yo. Oh yeah! <laughs> Woo! Watch out! Here come the breakdown! Here come the breakdown, y'all! Give him the doggy! Give him the doggy! Whoa! 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 Hey! 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 Welcome back to XO Sports Talk. This is the boys. The whole band is back together. Let me see. Where are we on? Episode number 48, y'all. Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. And we got a whole lot of good stuff going on in the sports world. Fellas, what's up? Let's get it popping. What's going on? What's going on? What's up, Emerson? What's going on? I got my swag back. Welcome back. Emerson, welcome back, brother. Welcome e. back. Man, <laughs> I miss you guys, man. Yeah, you, know, you should have taken some uh-huh. of that swag out to LA. But uh, hey, man, I was on the this... road, man, for a little while, man. You know, man, flying around, man. You know, trying to see what's going on in the other parts of the world, man. But I'm happy to be back home with my boys from EXO Sports Talk, the baddest sports show in the land. Ooh, check this podcast out. You heard? Did you take the EXO's <laughs> podcast? Did you take our, our personal jet? Without taking someone. Listen, 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 yeah. listen, man. Hey, I, I, I got, I got left contract it on rights to that, man. So listen, I got contract rights to that, man. You know? Um, love it on Contract MP. rights. Yeah. Contract rights, huh? Yeah. You didn't clean it up on top of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But we'll talk about that later. We'll review uh, your yeah. contract. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Malcolm, please, the yeah. subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And please hit that subscribe button. And the notification bell. Welcome to XO Sports Talk. Uh, you can also call us anytime you like. Please leave a comment or just live come in live. The number is 475-221-5006. Like I said, please leave a comment. Anything's a good thing, you know, just to hear from you. It's great. Fans from everywhere. I mean, all over the world. Thank you for tuning in to uh, XO Sports Talk. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, everybody. everybody. Thank, Thank you very much. Everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> every, and it's beautiful to say from everybody all over the world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we want We're to reaching all parts of the globe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Emerson. Keep reaching. Please keep reaching. NHL yeah. update Emerson. Well, listen, here we go, fellas. It's that time. When everybody in the NHL are positioning themselves for that playoff run, and the ultimate goal is the Stanley Cup. So listen, guys, I just want to let you know the Vancouver Canucks, they're on fire right now. Um, they just won like um seven games out of their last nine. Um, they're hot right now. They take on the Minnesota Wild tonight, which is gonna be a great game. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tune into that as soon as we get off the air here. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the Vancouver Canucks are making some moves. But listen, the Boston Bruins, they're getting hot at the right time. They are inching their way to the top. They um, and then you got the Minnesota Wild who's playing the Canucks tonight. They've won like nine out of their last 10 games. So watch out for them. That's going to be a hell of a game tonight. I can't wait to go check it out. And of course, we can't forget the Colorado Avalanche. Listen, they are primed. They're groomed. Anything besides the conference finals is going to be the biggest disappointment uh, for them this season. So we also, we got Florida Panthers. They, they may have one of the best offenses we've seen in the last 30 years in the NHL. So watch out for them as we get ready for the playoff run. And of course, the Carolina Hurricanes, they're so young, they're so good, they're so deep, and they're just a well-rounded team all around. So you better watch out for them. And of course, how can we not mention the Tampa Bay Lightning? That's my five top power ranking teams that we we better keep our eyes on because the NHL is heating up on the ice. If you've never seen the ice get hot, this is the time of year it gets real hot. That's my report from the NHL this week. Thank you, Emerson. Yes, sir. 
That's so hot. T had to get a drink of water. I had to get a little. Drink in my hot <laughs> Let me get another sip, man. Uh, yeah. 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 Major League, Major toast, League Baseball team. talk around the bases. Well, now that you've had your glass of water, well, Terry. Well, well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> good now. I'm good. <laughs> um, tell you what. I mean, baseball's starting up. Mets are hot still. Um, so. Like I said last week, is this their year? But um, right now I got my eye on uh, Mr. Miguel Cabrera, um, yes. one hit away from uh, yep. 3,000 3, 3, hits. Yep. Um, I think he'll be like, what, the 30, 33rd Major League Baseball player in the, in the history of the game to do so. Um, and then once he gets that, he's going to join a exclusive club um, of baseball players um, what many consider to be the best to ever uh, set foot on the field um, with 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. Mm-hmm. The other six players on that list are Hank Aaron, mm-hmm. Lee Mays, Eddie Murray, Rafael Palmero, Albert Pujols, and Alex Rodriguez. So um, I was expecting him to get the hit today, the, the one hit he needed, but I don't know. The Yankees walked him. <laughs> That's baseball. Yeah. Uh, one one base on balls. Uh, yeah. but, it, it was, but that game last night, T, um I didn't get a chance to watch the afternoon game, but they were going crazy last night in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they stayed all the way to the end to see if he can get hit number four that would break three thousand. Yep. And I think, if I'm correct, his 2,999 hit, he broke the bat. <laughs> he broke the he broke the bat the back the the bat split it and um he did he struck out last night on uh, trying to get his uh 3,000 hit and then today he went over three with a walk on well but um. It's it was really nice to see the fans going crazy about him last night. And, you know, he had some some demons at one time during his career, but he was able to put up put on his boots and and walk straight and God bless him and, and I'm truly happy for him. Malcolm. Definitely. Yes, uh Definitely one of the good guys of the game, Miguel. I mean, Miggy, he will get his 3,000 hit. I mean, you don't have to worry about that because the man's mm-hmm. just a great player all around. I mean, as far as they go for the rest of the baseball, well, speaking about the Yankees, they're so up and down. They don't know what they're doing with that lineup. It's just not a strong lineup. And, and bro, you hit it on the head. Gallo is just a wasted at bat, man. He's a great fielder, a <laughs> great athlete. For him. Yeah, we gave up. We gave up nothing for him, but you traded and, for him. And and, and, uh, and what's your name's paying this salary? You know, uh, the Rangers are paying the salary. I mean, it's it's just he. It's like he's lightless. I'm like he's just a waste of that bat. He's a great outfielder. Don't get me wrong. The man's a Gold Glove outfield with a cannon of an arm. But we we can't go. He he he's, he he's a liability. Hit. His liability to play. I mean, but the other, but like I said, ain't nobody running away with that 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 division anyway. So he's got time to make moves and time to see what they got to do. It's still way early. Again, way too early. Mm-hmm. I mean, how them Dodgers doing over there in the West, man? Come on, man. Leave us alone. Man. Just leave us alone. Uh, well, Emerson, jump in. Well, listen. Come on, man. You you know what it is, man. It's the L.A. Dodgers. Come on. Enough said. All right. You know, we start off with Mookie Betts at the top of that lineup, you know. But listen, I just want to send a shout-out to Miguel Cabrera. Um, he's going to get that 3,000 hit. Uh, we know it's coming. I, w- I just was so happy to see the juice in the stands with all the fans. You know, baseball is back. I know we're only 12 games in right now. But just to see the fans and see the juice and the fans got something to cheer about and get excited about um, because we got, we got a long way to go. Um, the season has just started, like I just stated. We're only 12 games in right now. Over in the National League East, you got the Mets on top. Over in the Central, the Cardinals are on top. And in the West, the National League West, the Dodgers are on top. And you go to the AL East, Toronto, um, the Blue Jays are on top right now. Uh, the Guardians in the Central. 
And then you got the um, Angels out west. Um, so it's still early. A lot of teams are trying to find themselves. Uh, players are getting in shape, finding their groove, finding their rhythm. So it's just going to be interesting to see who's the healthiest team going down the stretch. Um, Pitching is going to definitely be a major um, factor going down the stretch. What team could um, hold up in their pitching and their bullpen? And then, of course, the deadline trades that, that always happen just before that last playoff run um, during midseason. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Major League Baseball is back. Brother Emerson, I just want to say something. I was told a while ago that you can't win the World Series in the month of April. So it's a long <laughs> way to go. As, long as, way to go. As the, Atlanta Braves, go. as the Atlanta Braves have proved us, um, they did it last year. Um, we saw yep. they were like below 500 yep. or something, you know, at the All-Star break or something. And, and look what happened. Okay, so. Yeah, Malcolm, they, were, they, were, they were five right. games under 500 at the All-Star yeah. break for the yes. trade. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, you're and right. they lost their best player. Yeah. Oh, Acuna. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yep. Absolute yeah. to injury. Yeah. So, um, big, big, um, big, big on thoughts right there, Malcolm. You, you're so right. Yeah. Brian. Uh, well, good start of the season. Um, uh, I don't think we did our predictions this year, but I'm keeping my eye on the White Sox this year. Uh, they are six and six. They lost their last couple of games, but it's a long season to go. So I'm keeping my eye on them. Uh, Giants out west, you know, you always just wonder how they're going to finish because you always know they're going to be in the race at the end. So yep. got my eyes on them. You know that. And as T said, I got to jump on Mick uh, Cabrera. Uh, he definitely was I'm not a diehard baseball fan, but he is one of the batters and hitters that I appreciate. Remind me a lot of the guy that I like, Barry Bonds. He could hit with the power and also with accuracy. He would just place the ball wherever it needed to be, so he would yes. get that. So kudos to him getting that. I'm sure he's going to get it sometime very soon in the next game, but he's going to get that 3000 and he's well-deserved for it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I mean, kudos to the big man because uh, <laughs> he had an infield single yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that big tractor trailer was shifting gears. <laughs> he was moving down that line and he got that hit. God bless him. But man, that was a sight to see. Uh, I, you know, you know, so far, you know, um, for me, for, you know, watching the Yankees and seeing Mr. Galloway, I, Malcolm will know this about the Yankees. Send Mr. Joey Gallo- Galloway down to um Gallo 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 Gallinari. Say that his elbow, his knee is hurting, and so he can go down in the Yankee farm system and work on his swing because that swing, if I'm his agent, if the Yankees come to you with it, go because you're only going to hurt yourself if you continue playing like this. You need some time away to really hone in on your swing and try to get it back because what you're doing right now is just going to put you on the bench and you're just going to be a paperweight for the Yankees. A ball. He needs to go to a ball, um, not triple a, not double a, a ball. Yeah. (laughs) Moving right along from Emerson. How much money y'all give him? He ain't making no money. He ain't really not making no money yet. Oh, and yeah, toss him to the side. Uh, <laughs> NFL mock draft. Still early. Yes, sir. Hey, early. One through 15, guys, in the first round. Emerson, tell me what you got. Listen, man, um, we, we know this is one of the deeper drafts we've ever seen um, in the last few years. Um, it may be one of the last deepest drafts, uh, especially – um, from a, um, several different positions. Um, I'm not counting the quarterback right now. Um, there are a few good quarterbacks in this draft that's probably going to go in the first round, and I think some guys are going to go in the second round. Uh, we know that Kenny Pickett's name's out there. Um, people have questioned his hand size, but they also question Patrick Mahomes' hand size as well. Um, so we can't go on all those different analytics and measurements that some of the experts say, um, I think it's in-game ability to read, react, be able to lead um, your team um, as you 
as you position yourself in, in, um, in this NFL because it's a whole different ball game from NFL to college. I'm just excited to see this wide receiver draft class um, because it's really deep. I believe you can get into the third round with some of these top-tier receivers. So if a, if a team is in desperate need of a wide receiver right now, this is the draft to go get go get them. Um, I know we've seen a whole lot of things going on in the NFL. We saw Tariq Hill get traded. We saw um, Adams get traded. We saw uh, A.J. Brown want some more money right now. Now we're even seeing Debo Samuel said he wants to get traded, but we know he wants to get paid too. But um, if you're looking for a receiver in this draft, this is the draft to go get it. Um, you don't have to move. You can probably just stand pat. That receiver will fall to you. Um, there's some amazing cornerbacks in this draft. There's some amazing safeties in the D linemen and the O linemen. It's just a rich draft all the way around. I see every team in the NFL walking away with three to four players that can impact their football team this coming season um, through this draft right here. Mm. Interesting. Terry. Um, well, I got to agree with Emerson. It's a really deep draft. Um, I, I think this year um, you're going to see a lot of defensive backs, old linemen kind of go before you see quarterbacks this year um, kind of step out as in previous years where the quarterbacks dominated the draft. I, I think this year is so deep. Um, like Emerson said, you, you can get a wide receiver in the third round and he will be able to contribute to your team uh, first game of the season. That's how deep the draft is. But absolutely. Um, in terms of my first 15 picks, um, you know, I, I just have I know Jacksonville's looking. They need a, a guy that can rush off the edge. So I think they pick up Aiden Hutchison out of Michigan. Um good fundamental pass rusher um and you could plug him in a four three or three four defense if you have to he's that good of a player um number two i have um i got malik willis from liberty going to detroit i think they need to i think they need to fill that quarterback position long term so He's available. If he's available, why not go out and get him? Mm-hmm. Um, long-term solution. And then I have Houston, who's picking number three. Um, I have them picking Evan Neal from Alabama. Um, he's a good left tackle. Solid. Solid. Best might be one of he might be the best left tackle in the draft this year. Um, and the Texans need to address their offensive line. They needed that for years now. And then um, I got the Jets at four. I got them picking uh, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Um, he's a good and he's a nice speed power rusher. And he can also hold his own against the run. And then the Giants, I mean, they got some holes they need to fill. Um, offense, uh, defense. But um, I think they pick um, uh, and I'll I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but Akeem Egwanu out of mm-hmm. NC State. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. He's good offensive tackle. He could fit into any team's blocking scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Giants should take care of that. Um, again, that's another team that needs that's been needing to address their offensive line for years now. Um, number six, which is Carolina's pick, I have them taking uh, Kenny Pickett out of University of Pittsburgh. Okay. Kid has got a great arm. He's got accuracy, touch. Um, he's got good arm strength. He could put some zip on the ball too. So um that's I think Carolina needs to answer their quarterback situation as well. Um and the and then the Giants who picking seven with the pick they got from Chicago. Um I think they they pick up uh, Ahmad Sauce Carter out of Cincinnati. Um, I think they make that pick because that, that's a, a neat, yeah, hell and of that's a player. A, that's a that's a hole they need to fill. 
And then I got Atlanta picking Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Um, very quick receiver, very explosive. Um, he can make defenders miss and, you know, get you those yak yards. Now, Seattle, um, I got them picking Desmond uh, Ritter out of Cincinnati. Um, a lot of scouts are saying he's already pro ready. He's moving up. He's moving you know, up the board very fast. Um, they say he's got a good arm. He's athletic. He can get outside the pocket. Um, sort of similar to Russell Wilson. I think that's Pete Carroll's guy. And then at number 10, I have the Jets taking Drake London from USC because he can do just about everything, get off the line of um, getting off the line of scrimmage against press coverage. Um, he's got enough length to make tough catches if he's jump ball catches if need be. So, and Zach Wilson needs another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going 15 or 10? 15, sir. All right. So the commanders, um, I have them taking uh, Terry McLaurin um, just to shore up that secondary. Uh, I really think that they should try to get a quarterback, but if they're going with Carson Wentz um, for now, why not address that secondary? Um, And then I have the Vikings at 12 picking um, Kair Elam. Um, He's he's an exciting player. the thing that everybody likes about him is from what I heard the scouts say that he's not a reactive uh, player. He's purely re, um, proactive. Um, so he'll, they're saying that he's really good at making pre-snap and post-snap reads. So I like that. I like them addressing their um, cornerback position there. And then I have Houston at 13 picking Jordan Davis, um, defensive tackle out of Georgia. He's got nice size, good strength. He can break through blocks. Um, he rarely gets put on the ground when blocked, and he has the potential um, to need to be double teamed at times. So they haven't had that type of player since J.J. Watt. And then number 14, I have the Ravens um, picking Tyler Linderbaum from uh, Iowa. Um, offensive lineman, he's a good combo blocker. Um be able to help Baltimore because that old line because they gave up like 57 sacks last season, which was the second most in the league. Um, got nice size, six foot three, 291 pounds, and I think uh, he can step in and help out Lamar Jackson. And then I have the Eagles, last but not least, at pick 15, picking um cornerback Trent McDuffie from Washington. Um, he's Kid's super athletic. Exciting. Um, he's got good instincts, and he's um, he's an aggressive tackler. He can force some fumbles, generate turnovers, and um, he's good at tackling in one-on-one situations. At least that's what the film has showed. So those are my 15 picks. Well, wake me up in the morning. <laughs> Mel Malcolm. Kiper Jr. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to be... Uh... I'm going to have to tell the uh, fans out there, I'm apologizing in advance. I'm going to have to leave early. I have uh, early obligations. So just in case you see me leaving the show early, it's for future, you know, because of the obligations I have already. You can go but ahead and as, leave. There's no gas in the plane. So. <laughs> I ain't flying. I ain't flying this time. Uh... All right. As far as, you know, the number one pick, of course, you know, which is Detroit, man, they need offensive. They need that protection. So I, I'm going to go with that offensive alignment, man, uh, Evan Neal. As far as the uh, the second pick, no, I said that wrong. Jaguars going to get Evan Neal. Okay. The uh, Detroit's going to get uh, Hutchinson. I'll say that. They'll stick with Hutchinson, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. And I think Texans will get uh, Kayvon, the, the bass rusher. Me, I think the Jets, they're going to go for, you know, I say Garrett Wilson or, or, you know, something like that. They're not going to, they're not going to pick up anything else because they need, they need offensive line protection too. So 
I think they'll go with him or they'll go with that 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 uh Gardner kid, the uh cornerback. Sauce, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Sauce mm-hmm. Gardner. He, he's pretty mm-hmm. good. He's real good. Very you know, good. So. But uh the Giants, Giants need O-line help and D-line help. So flip a coin, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they I say they get Walker, which I'm not gonna like because I think Walker's a heck of a talent, you know. So they'll definitely get Walker. And um Atlanta, they gotta go for that quarterback. But I've heard people say that they don't think that only maybe one player may be picked in the top 10 as far as uh, the, the position, the draft positions, the um, key draft positions of need, you know, wide receiver, quarterback, and all that. I think they got to take Malik Wilkins, you know, because they let, uh, you know, their man go, Matt, Matt go. So it's time for Matt to go. So Atlanta got to take this guy, you know. And you got, of course, you know, the Seahawks. They could double down on, on, on another quarterback, you know, also, which could be Pitts, you know what I mean? Or, or you know, just build it, build their defense up. And you got New England. I, mean, I, said, I said that wrong. You got the Jets again. And the Jets definitely going to receive you know. So I could see them taking, you know, Trayvon Burks or, heck, they might get Wilson or Olavier. You know, they might love Olavier more than anyone else. As far as Philadelphia, they need a passer. I said it before. They need to say it again. They need a passer. They know they have to get to these quarterbacks. So don't be don't be surprised if they don't get an offensive alignment or a pass rusher. You know, like I say, Trayvon Penning should be around there. You know, could be there for them. You know, uh, Charles Cross could be there for them, which he will be there for them. They can pick him too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, it's it's, it's going to be a toss up between them. Phoenix. Well, Homeboy been running for his life, but he has a decent line already. I mean, so to me, they're going for defense. They may go with an edge rusher, you know, Jermaine Johnson, you know, something like that. Or they go for a corner and Stingley because I think they're going to let uh, the yeah. cornerback go. I think they're going to let uh, – because it's time to go, you know. And then you got uh, the Vikings. If anybody needs to pick a quarterback, it's them because they can't keep paying Kirk Cousins that money. So if I was them, I look for the future. <laughs> like that, you like that. I mean, I would look I for like anything to fall like for that. me. But I think they want to wait on the second round for that. So I could see them, you know, picking, you know, that that hot safety from Notre Dame. You know, that that'd be a start with him. And then you got uh, Jesus, you got uh, Houston again. Like I said, pick flip a coin. They're gonna need everything coming. I mean, I can't. They they might go with the offensive lineman. Akeem Equinua said again. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it right. I think you did Iquinua. good. I think you did good. They, they, they can go with him. And then you got the team that really needs a pass rush is the Baltimore Ravens. Their defense is always solid, but they really don't have that threat. So whatever pass rush threat that's available for them, they may go uh-huh. with that. They're not going to pick a receiver this time. They may go with George. How you say the name? Kalefra? Kalis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yep. it may go with him. And as a think great about the Ravens, they draft well. When you when you see the resume of the people they draft, they say, Ah, oh, that dude's not that good. They coach well, they coach their players up. That's what they do a great job of doing there. So it ain't the weather, the quality. I mean, it's, it's the quality of player they get. So I give the Ravens credit on that. They, they, they're excellent with that, you know. And after them, of course, is the Eagles. And Please don't let them pick another receiver in the first round. How many receivers <laughs> you gonna pick in the first round? I mean, Jesus, go with something, anything. Uh, I mean, like you said, pick anything but a receiver. You know, because obviously you can't pick them. You're picking bus. You know, so the key is they might I'm pick a kicker. Say, yeah, I hope they do pick a kicker. Everybody needs a kicker. Anyway, <laughs> they, they they can pick up Andrew Booth. You know, the cornerback. Yep. Which is maybe the second cornerback taken. So I'm that's that's what I'm gonna live, live with right there. Mm-hmm. I you know how I feel about everybody needs a kicker. I would I would love to see if in the in the playoffs in the second if a game goes into a second overtime, leave it up to a kicker. Start it at the 45 yard line and keep moving back until one of the kickers miss, and then the next one goes off into the playoffs. That's what I would like to see. <laughs> you want to kick out? Boy, yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah. How much do you think the price tag would be for a quality kicker then? A kicker would be making almost $10 million. Oh, remember mm-hmm. Al Davis was the first. Was he the first to draft yeah. a kicker at first round? Uh, Janikowski. Yeah. 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 Yep. He, also took, he, first round. he also took a punter in the first round one time. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. Ray guy. <laughs> Ray well, guy. Ray guy, I think, wind up making to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Uh yeah. wow, as a punter? Yes. yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. He was an awesome punter. Yeah. Back in the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brian. All right. So I'll go through. Um I got Jacksonville. Uh taking Adrian Hutchison. I think that's going to be the move that they're going to go. I'm going to kind of go through quickly and just pick out the players that I kind of think stand out. Um, Detroit, I think they're going to go with Kayvon. Uh, get me wrong. Thibodeau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Houston, choice. I got taken Derek Stanley from LSU. I like that corner. Uh, 6-1, ran a 4-3-40. Like him. Uh, Jets, I got them taking Kyle Hamilton. Uh, Giants, I got them taking Sauce Gardner. I think they need some defensive back help. He, to me, is the best corner in the draft to me, I think. Uh, did I do the Jets? I did the Jets, right? Uh, we'll go to Carolina. I got them taking Charles Cross uh, from uh, Mississippi State. Nicole Dean, uh, is that right, M? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. From Georgia, going to the Giants. I like him. Uh, Atlanta, I know y'all was uh, T was talking about them taking uh, Willis, but I think they're going to take Desmond Ritter because I think he's more season ready. Willis, I think he needs to sit on the bench for a year. So I think that's where they're going to go with that. Seattle, I got them taking uh, Evan Neal. Jets, I got them with George Khalif. Another standout. This is a player I'm keeping my eye out for. Uh, 6'4", 275. Uh, Got good hands. So he's definitely pro ready already. Then you got Washington uh, taking Garrett Willis. Wilson, sorry about that. Uh, Minnesota, Trent McDuffie, uh, Houston, Jermaine Johnson. And then we got uh, Baltimore. Uh, Akeem, how you say it? Oka, Oka from oh, yeah, yeah. North Carolina State. From North Carolina State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okanawi. Okay, now, yeah, sorry I like if that. I pronounced it That's wrong, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> <Okay. that. laughs> uh, and then Philly, I think they're going to take Drake London, hmm. wide receiver. They're going to trade wide receiver. They'll yeah. probably trade out of it. What? Um, <laughs> I'm just going to give my just. Uh, I'm not going to go through my whole 15, but I think um, Aiden Hutchison is going to be the first pick in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And I think Washington is going to go with Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, out of Ohio State. This is <laughs> this is where I think it's going to get interesting. I think that quarterback Ritter is going to wind up going to New Orleans. New Orleans has two picks in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to get him around the 16th pick. I think different. the uh, <clears throat> the Eagles, I don't think the Eagles, Malcolm, are going to go wide receiver. I, said they I think the Eagles to. are going to go um, offensive guard. Out of Boston College, mm, okay. Ryan Johnson and Jackson wow. Hill yeah. out of Michigan, Michigan. But I have a funny feeling. I don't believe Alanda is going to go for a quarterback in this draft. I think Alanda, what they're going to do is take. Um, Kyle Hamilton out of out of um, Notre Dame safety. Six I foot think. five, six foot four. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a monster. He's a problem. Remind me of the safety from Seattle Dude. back in the day. Oh, they have back in the day. Yeah, Atlanta Cam. has a 
Elena yeah, has Chancellor. a problem right now with their cap. Damn Chancellor. And not their cap, but dead money with Matt Ryan. And they're free. Um, well, you still have some money left on them from Matt Ryan, even though they hey, I sent the list. Hey, B, I wish you would have stored it down. It showed all the teams that had, you know, uh, cap room. Let me see what that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you got to think about Baker to shake this up, too. And that's yes. where I was getting ready to go next. I believe that Seattle is going to go with an offensive tackle, Evan Neal out of Alabama, 6'7, 360 pounds. And what do you think he's going to fall? Um, he's going to fall ninth. No offensive tackle. So, with all those names, but my go ahead, Gore. Oh, but my, and I do believe Baker Mayfield is going to be with Seattle. Because Cleveland's going to wind up, they're going to have to release him. Nobody's not going to make a trade for him. So I believe that Baker Mayfield will be with Seattle. And at 20th, I think Malik Willis will be with the uh, Steelers. Okay. And and let me me say this, guys. I want to tell you, you're going to see some major surprises. We, all those names you guys went through that we went through just now, just a lot of these guys are going to fall into the second round because, again, this draft is just that deep. You're going to see guys with first-round pedigree fall into the second round. This mm-hmm. is what I love about this draft so much because it's so rich and so rich. I mean, when I when I say rich, I haven't seen this in, in, in many, many years. A lot of these guys will fall into the second round, and we were gonna, we're going to look back and say, wow, I had him going um, 15th. Or I had him going 14th to this team or that team. You're going to see these players fall into the second round because this draft is so rich. And then we, as we all know, every year it happens. There's something that comes out about a player, whether it's something about an injury that wasn't discovered at his pro day or at the combine. And then this player is still sitting in that room or where he thought he was going to be one of the top 10 picks. Something always happens like that. There'll be some rumors around during the draft. And this player will fall. It, it happens yep. every year. We've seen it over and over. And then somebody's going to get a wonderful player at pick number 30, pick mm-hmm. number 34, pick number yep. 35. Right. And um, I hope it's pick number 24. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. That, that Wonder too. what team that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. We're going to have to move on. Uh, USFL. Hey, Aaron, real quick. I'm sorry. Sure. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to Debbie Gamble, who's tuning in. She says, hey, hey. Debbie. Hi, Debbie oh, okay. Debbie. What's up? Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, she's been hanging out with us and, for a while. Uh, That's cool. All right, cool. Bill Dixon, he says, what's going right. on? He's glad right. to see you back with us, M. Oh, wait a minute. That, I think that's my basketball coach, man. That's 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 <laughs> if that's the Billy Dixon I know, man. That's my no, basketball f- coach, huh? Phil Dixon. <laughs> Phil. Phil okay. Dixon. <laughs> All right, hey, Phil. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, USFL football is on the way. Guys, what did you think of uh, week one in the USFL? Terry. Uh, I mean, it was it was a lot of hype around it. Um, it was what it more or less what I expected. Um, a lot of mistakes. Some bloopers were thrown in here and there. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was basically, you know, my kind of like minor league football, um, like what we saw with the XFL. Um, you had some good games, though. I mean, they 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 were close. Um, so I think that kept whoever tuned in, tuned in a little bit longer, say if the game was a blowout. Um, the things that I kind of didn't like, um, like they had the live mic before the snap of the ball, which was tough because right the announcers are trying to call the game and I it was I didn't like it. Um it's too much noise, too much noise going on. Um the camera old. angles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the camera angles from the drones, they were good at times, but then there were other times where they just it was just they were giving us some bad angles. So that's my take on week one. Mm, Malcolm. I agree with you. They did a little too much with the drones and everything. And, and I didn't like the fact that 
you had to hear what the coach is saying and you hear what the player is saying and you, the announcers are talking at the same time. Yeah. Too much jargon going on. You need to hear yeah. the announcers. You know what I mean? That's what we're used to. I mean, I know they may try to change football, put a little wrinkle here and there. I mean, I don't want to know every play that he calls. You know what I mean? I just want to see yeah. them run the play. You know what I mean? Just run the play. And I do like the fact that they dropped it down five seconds on the on the uh, play clock. You know, it's 35 seconds start. And they keep that thing clicking like this. You know, they don't wait for you. They, they start that clock. And like I said, it's a blown calls. And, and you got people. I mean, you, you can tell their level isn't at the NFL level as far as skill wise. I mean, but it's great to see guys out there giving it all. And they got a second chance to do this. So I'm happy for them. At least they're getting a check. And they're getting to showcase their talent. You're going to discover some of those guys out there, they have real talent. They just weren't taught enough, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Emerson. We're going to go 56 toss power trap, trips right on goal, (laughs) Omaha. You ready? Omaha. On two. Cool. Listen, they want to bring you into the game. They're trying to bring it into your living room, right where you can fill it and be able to enjoy it. We got football in the spring, fellas. I'm just happy there's some entertainment going on. This is like a little appetizer to hold you over to the NFL season. You know how you order your appetizer before you get your main course meal when you go out to dinner? This is what it is, all right? Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. The USFL is back. It's giving us some entertainment. There's some guys um, out there that have been cut from NFL teams. There's some guys that hope to be in the NFL camp. So let's see what happens, man. I'm just glad there's somebody cracking heads and, you know, going at it in the spring while we're on vacation from the NFL. So I love it. Mm. Brian. It was interesting to me. Um, I thought it was, it it was kind of what I thought it was going to be sloppiness, but it brought uh, different levels to the game. Um, The rules weren't too much different than the NFLs, which is good. Um, I did like that they had the kickoff return. They put the ball back. So you did get to see that because I, I missed that in the NFL. I do miss the kickoff return because that was a special skill set. You know, you have yeah. people who can run the ball back and that's all they did. But yeah. so I like that. I did like the camera angles. Sometimes it was a little too much, as T said. Um, the audio feed, I like it with the sound pads, but the the sound on the field, I wanted to hear it, but they was bleeping so much of it out that it yeah. was like dead air. So it was like yeah. either take it off or let us hear it all. <laughs> yeah. But I seen I watched two games. One was a blowout. It was kind of ugly. I didn't watch the whole thing. But the Birmingham Stallions and the Generals, New Jersey Generals, that was a good game. And I did watch that. And it was it was kind of what I thought it was. It was interesting. And I think it had continue to get better they just need to you know find it and they'll get more better talent as well and and we'll see where it goes Mm. i watched um on sunday i'm gonna have to go but thank you guys i'll talk to you later and all the fans out there thanks for watching uh you take it easy bro Hey, bring back all the winners from Vegas too. Yeah. Hey, buddy, and, we'll see you later. You might want to take you might want to take a couple of cans of Lysol on the on the private jet too. <laughs> oh man! Oh, see you were the last one on it. <laughs> see you later, alligator. After um, a while, crack a doll. On Sunday, the uh, game was postponed until Monday between the Pittsburgh Martyrs and the Tampa Bay Bandits. And they showed instead behind the scenes of the USFL. And the there's a Pittsburgh Martyrs coach. He's a little guy. And, and he's got the team. And he's just dropping F-bombs left and right. You, this is a place you want to be if you don't want to be here. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And we got rules here, and you got to go by these rules. And if you don't go by the rules, you're out of here. <laughs> All of a sudden, he had to have a meeting. One of the assistant coaches looked like he was about <laughs> 80 years old and he needed a walker. And then he had this real big guy who could have either played 
defensive tackle or on the offensive line there. And I'm like, wow, that's a big assistant coach. <clears throat> All of a sudden they call the player in and the coach goes, uh, how you doing? You know, we have rules here and you didn't go by the rules. So now I got to let you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, rules are rules. and the player goes, you know, coach, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do know what I, I'm talking about, but I got to let you go. And I said, that's why he's got that big guy in the background. If that player goes crazy, he can jump on him and protect him. From getting up the <laughs> oh, man. It was interesting to see the different, um, you know, drones and stuff on the field. And I think what the NFL is going to do, they're going to look at this, mm -hmm. tweak it, maybe use it somewhere down the road in the NFL to draw more younger fans and and fans that are um, also a part of fantasy football that have brought in a lot of kids mm -hmm. that really can care less about football at times, but they just want their fantasy football. Absolutely. And, yeah. and to the NFL, they're like, that's all right with us because we've got something for you called the red zone. <laughs> you can pay for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Guys, NBA playoff games. Mm. What games did you like? Malcolm is gone. Goodbye, Malcolm. <laughs> Emerson. Listen, I like them all. The NBA. It's fantastic. Um, it looks like Philly is getting ready to make their mark right now, and they're setting the tone, letting everybody know that, hey, we're, we're, we're here, and we plan on being here. For a while, we're not going home no time soon. So big up to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Joel Embiid is trying to make his point um, that I am that guy. And I, you better recognize I am that guy. Um, we just know he's a phenomenal player. I like what he's doing there uh, in Philadelphia. Um, just basically uh, also jumping over to uh, staying in the East with the uh, – uh, the Heat, they're just doing what they do. Um, they're, they're just um, playing great ball right now. Um, the Celtics um, being able to uh, pull off those wins against um, the Brooklyn Nets um, after a, a game that I thought the first game when they only won by one point. I said, wow, you, um, you only won by one, and Kevin Durant had a bad game. Um, but they came back and they said, no, we're going to show you that we're for real. Um, the defense that they're playing. So big up to the coaching staff for the Boston Celtics. They have something good going on right there. Um, this East is going to be tougher than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we know M Milwaukee's a stud. Moving out West there. Um, I want to take a look at that um, that Pelicans and the Suns series because uh, now that Booker is hurt, um, and we always talk about availability, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. testability. So without Booker, um, I'm just wondering how things are going to look right now for the Phoenix Suns, who looked like they were just going to be on a roll and kind of roll through everybody. Things might change out there. Uh, I really wish I could see uh, Luka Dantich, um, um being able to be healthy. And like we always talk about, health is a major, major, major um, issue when it comes down to the playoffs because <laughs> night in and night out, they're going at it. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see. Of course, um, my Lakers aren't in it, but we won't talk about that. Memories mm, like the calling of my eyes. <laughs> next Terry. year, next year, man. Uh, yeah, before I get into um, my spiel, I just want to uh, give a shout out to Brother Alfonso. Shouting out, Cuz Fonz from California. Yo, Cali. <laughs> Yo, Fonz, what's up, man? What's going hey. on? Hey. Thank you for Fonzo. tuning in. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Yeah. 548. Thank you. Yeah. But um, far, I mean, like Emerson said, I, I like all the games as far as the games I like because it's playoff basketball and the NBA. Um, so it's always good 
good TV, good drama. But um, games that I'm really tuning into are that the Memphis Grizzly and, and the Timberwolves series that's going mm-hmm. on. Um, two young teams that I mean they're they're going at it. It's physical. It's been physical very, both games. Very. Um, there's a lot of talent on the floor. Yep, both sides of the ball. Yep. Um, I think this is going to go seven, and I oh. think. In order for the Timberwolves to pull this out, if they can, um, D'Angelo Russell's gonna have to uh, make yeah. make an imprint on the game, and he hasn't done so so far for two games. So um, I'm looking for him to step up when they get back in Minnesota. And mm-hmm. you know the the Celtics Nets games, um, both games so far have been good, um, tough defensive games, at least from the Celtics standpoint. I'll say this. I have not seen a team, um, and the announcer said it as well. Everybody's been saying, I have not seen a team um, defensively do what they've done to Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. far, I have not seen it um, his whole career up to this point. Um, so, I mean, and they, they were touted coming into the series as having a good defense, and they're showing it. So... Um, I still think that's that's going to go six or seven games. Um, I just don't see Kevin Durant not being able to um, put the ball on the hoop like he ha- hasn't been able to do um, over these first two games. And then just in terms of what what NBA teams are disappointing me in, the, in these playoffs, um, Utah Jazz, um, for me, um, you know, especially since Dallas doesn't have Luka Doncic, yeah. Um. Yeah, they should be taking care of business and be up 2-0 in this series. They and they were considered one of the top tier teams um, for most of the season, but they seem to kind of flame out towards the end of the season. Um, they could be in trouble, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I got my eye on that on the on the Utah Jazz right now. They're they're not living up to expectations. And then the other team for me is Phoenix Phoenix Suns. I know Devin Booker got hurt, but I feel like they have enough experience on that team um, with Chris Paul. They have another. They have an NBA champion in uh, JaVale McGee, and they they went to the finals last year. So they have the experience. They have the playoff experience. They have the final experience. I feel like they should be up 2-0. I mean, they were winning games without Chris Paul. Um, I feel like they have enough talent on the team to one without Devin Booker if Chris Paul's running the club, which he is. So, um, you know, they're headed back to New Orleans. Um, they're without Devin Booker for, I think, a couple weeks. So it's going to get interesting. You know, yeah. and I felt like yeah. Phoenix was the only team, in my opinion, if Phoenix is not 100%, and if they don't get out of this series um, to face the Golden State Warriors, um, I think the Golden State Warriors win the championship again this year. Mm. Brian. Mm. Um, just to jump on the Nets, Boston, as T said, um, the level of defense and physicality, you haven't seen this in a while, that the, that the way the, the league and the NBA and the refs are letting them play. It's a very physical game. I like it. Um, and as T, Terry also said, I haven't seen nobody kind of speed Durant up in the capacity that he's at. Normally he just pull up and shoot up over people. Now he seem a little hesitant. Uh, Got to give Jason Tatum credit because he's Ooh, yes. Daniel. Yes. And normally you don't see your, your star versus your star, but he's on him. He's getting help, but he's still, he's on him and he's still giving you the points. So normally you don't yeah. get both. You'll get one or the other, but he's doing both of them. So his name is being thrown out there as T said, as maybe he's on the next level. Um, you heard rumors of maybe Ben Simmons coming back playing in game four. I, I, I don't see that. Um, you talking about somebody who shot 34% from the free throw last year. If you throw him in, in a, in a must win game like that, what, what are they going to do? They're going to put him on the line and they're going to test them out. So confidence to be shot right there. But as T was also saying, I'm going to jump, uh, the Grizz and, uh, Minnesota, that's that's a great game, man. It is an awesome game. All that young talent out there. And the fact that they have a genuine love for 
the team that they're playing for, they're repping the city, and they are going out there and they're they calling shots. They're like, yo, as Giles said, uh, we don't duck the smoke. We run up the chimney. And these yeah. and Minnesota's like, well, we're going to give it right back to you. We don't care. Yeah. So I, I like that competitiveness. I like the way they are going about it. They're going like they got nothing to lose. And they am just like, yo, we, we are here to stay. And that's the way they're playing. Um, Philly, Toronto. I still got issues with that. They should be Toronto. They should sweep them. They, they are really a better team than Toronto to me. But when they get to the next team, well, now whatever happens with, uh, yeah, the Milwaukee, that might change everything. So, but Toronto, uh, Philly, I still got concerns on them. As Terry also said, uh, the Dallas and Jazz, disappointed in the, in the Jazz. Because if the Jazz yeah. lose this series, this could be a breakup. This would probably be the breakup of their team. This will be the breakup. If they lose. Yeah. Because th- there's no way that's going to not happen. They're going to have to break that team up if they lose this series. So, great games. Um, yeah, I didn't want to tell you to score or something. But, yeah, right. the Grizzlies and them are playing right now. I'll tell you that. So, see who's smoking who. <laughs> they, let, they let Brunson score 40 points on them. Yeah, come, come on, Mitchell. Come on, Donovan. Yeah, Brunson going uh, forty on yeah. you. Come on. Yeah, but let's let's that. talk about Rudy Gobert, defensive yeah. player of the year. Like, yeah, yeah, that yes. shouldn't. He should not be doing that. What they can't stop nobody on the perimeter. Yeah, he's they just drive and he, he can't do. He can't get out there fast enough on the switches, and that yeah. that seems to be like that's a been problem. an issue. That's been a real yeah. issue, and I know he's great around the rim, mm-hmm. but when you have to bring him out or he have to, you know, on those switches, you know, that's a major, that's a major, major problem for yeah. Gobert, and um, and teams know that now. They'll find your yeah. weaknesses. Believe me, coaches sit up all night to find your weakness, and they, I think they found his weakness now, and, um, you know, so. So it just goes to show you playoff basketball is way different than the regular season. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, what you was talking about with that, with Boston, when they picked up Al Horford, I was like, God, they need a big man. But actually it works in their favor because he can switch off. He and switch he can, off. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed yes. of the threes and the twos and yes. still get out yes. there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And give that coach credit too. Oh, man. Bro. Yeah, he turned it around too. Everybody was like, "Yeah, break up Boston." Yeah, yeah. I gotta give that coach credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I hope that the Nets go down in flames. Burn, <laughs> baby, burn. Okay, I yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I, the only reason I agree with you is because I don't think they went about it the right way. No the season, they didn't have the right mindset to play. Some of the players, I'm not saying all of them, but some of the players and uh, and, and Harden. I, I just um, when I look at Harden's game, I'm like, are you real? Are you taking this serious? Or do you sometimes I don't know if he really wants to play or or he's just out there. His his game to me is it's you know, you throw it up in the air and see what see what you get. I I don't see somebody that. Is being consistent right now. That's how I beard. Feel. He keeps his beard nice, though. I like yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I yeah. can care less about well, his Christmas keeps, beard. He keeps. His um, beard. Let me ask you guys a quick question: If you, if Philly don't make it to the championship in Harden, which he probably will opt out, do you sign him back to a max super max? That would be a super max no. contract. Yeah. This is Aaron. No, <laughs> Terry. Um, um, I don't know if I I can't do a super max only because the history that he has of kind of wanting to get out of mm-hmm. teams. You know, I, I can't I can't I can't give him all that money, and then he's going to turn around and try and force his way out. Yep, Emerson. I it's it's hard um, not to sign him, and it's kind of hard to keep him as well. Like you said, Terry, um, about his history of forcing his way off of teams, and he kind of gets whatever he wants wherever he goes. Um, it happened in Houston several times. He wanted this player, wanted that player, and then, uh, well, you know what? I, I got to go now. Um, he's just um, – we know he can score with the best of them. We know he's probably 
one of the top tier scorers in this league or that this game has seen mm-hmm. over the last few decades. Um, but like you said, uh, Aaron said something about, I, I don't know what his true heart is about the game, about winning, about playing hard every night. And um, if his mind is in body and soul or totally committed to the team, or is he just out there? And Aaron, you, you made that point, And I, I agree with you 110%. Um, how committed is James Harden to winning um, or playing within the team concept? And um, I, I just, I just don't know if his commitment is there. Yeah. Guys, we have reached that time. Wow. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. You can, you can stay here all night. I don't want to go. Nobody's no. not going to stop you. No. I don't want to go. I will wake up in the morning, take a shower, get in a company truck, tune in, make sure you're still there. I don't want to go. I'm swaggy. I don't want to go. Tell the guy that I'm working with, John, hey, Swagman is on right now. Check him out. I still want to play in the park. I don't want to go. I think he played in the park long enough. All right, Junior. Tell us about... Terry, tell us about that subscribe button, please. All right. Want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight, um, either watching or listening in. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll have the full band together um, next week as well. So tune in. Um, yep. As always, it'll be entertaining. God bless and good night. And hey, we're I coming close go. on the milestone of number fifty. Ooh, I, don't 50. Go. <laughs> I said I don't want to go. <laughs> Keep it going. Ten more minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, as Jackie Gleason said, it's smoking the bandit. You just go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, yeah. everybody. Good night. It's everybody. all over, folks. It's all over. It's all over. Wait, sung in 1957. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> The great Jackie Gleason. (laughs) Honeymooners.